0: Welcome back folks to the footyjumpers.com podcast my name is rob and
1: with me is my co-host Lockie.
2: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the footyjumpers.com podcast so last week we were looking at two of the newer clubs the gws giants and gold coast suns so obviously there's not whole lot of data that we had to go through for those ones and i think there's a bit of a comparison here as you know as you would probably be aware if you're quite handy with your alphabet that we've got h up next so we're looking at hawthorn who are about yeah probably about a hundred years years, older than those last two clubs we were just looking at right rob yeah there's a
0: little bit more to go on (laughs) yeah
2: so there's a bit more a bit more substance to go through (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think we probably just jump straight into the the start. And I'm thinking we'll get into the history and sort of a bit of context yeah, around well, how the know, Brown and Gold well, well, became the Brown and Gold. There have
0: been a few different Hawthorne footy clubs, uh, the 1870s, the 1880s. They all, uh, there were different footy clubs that were representing the city of Hawthorne. Uh, the most recent, before this Hawthorne, sort of finished up around uh, 1899. And that was a, a club called Riverside that changed their name to Hawthorne and then not long later went out of business. Uh, I think they changed their name to Hawthorne to try and attract players. And so there were various district clubs that uh, in 1902 formed uh, to, to make the Hawthorne Footy Club that is still going along today. Originally, like most clubs that started up in that sort of era, they just wore blue jumpers. Uh, in this case, they differentiated themselves by wearing red and white braces. And from what I have been told, um, a, no- a nod to Peter Haby from the Hawthorne Museum, uh, but Peter was aware that the um, opponents used to pull on those braces so we're not actually sure whether it lasted the whole of the 1902 season or some of the 1902 season, but certainly by the beginning of the next year they dropped the braces completely, and they were no longer part of the description of the jumper.
2: They were just blue. Uh, so, yeah. Wow, that would be nice. So what's that? Because oh, of the purchase just, just anybody when you get it it tackled? Um, Is that what you're saying? If you were
0: about to make a lead from the forward line, and you thought, you know, your your teammate's got the ball, he's charging out of the centre, he's about to put a pass up to the forward line, and you're about to take off, and some guy mm. grabs hold of your braces, makes it a little bit more difficult to continue on the lead. So, yeah, so, so <laughs> they in, uh, it was probably yeah, a good idea at the time, <laughs> uh, not all that great in execution. So, yeah, so they proved to be, um, well... Short lived, so yeah, so they moved on, and then the other thing, well, yeah, they were in nice. the uh MJFA, the Metropolitan Junior Football Association. That means it's junior to the other football associations, not that it was juniors like we would think of, only that the competition itself was junior to the you know, so it was played by adults. Um, that competition eventually is today's. VAFA. So effectively they were in the ammo's from their uh, from their start. They merged with one of the other amateur teams that realistically were a bit stronger than them, and that was Burundara. And they took Burundara's colors, not gonna imagine that they're going to ever wear this as one of their retro jumpers, black with a red sash or the Burundara colors. So yeah. So the Hawks ran around for seven seasons in a black jumper with a red sash. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, as I say, they kept the Hawthorne name and uh, adopted the Burundara colours. Then a few years later, they did the same thing again. And at this point, they were realistically looking to join the VFA and looking to become a strong club. So they merged with another club called Hawthorne Rovers who wore – Gold jumpers with a blue V and so they again took the the jumpers of another club and kept the Hawthorne name going you know, moving forward realistically the if they were to join the VFA they would have never been able to join in those days as uh, Hawthorne Rovers or Burundara because they weren't officially cities whereas Hawthorne was a city so you know city of Port Melbourne city of Preston it's city of Brunswick you had to be an actual city to be in the VFA. So, yeah, so they merged with both of those. And then eventually, uh, 1914, they joined the VFA. Now, given that they just dropped the black jumpers with a red sash, they couldn't have worn them anyway because of Coburg, which was navy blue with a red sash. They couldn't wear the gold and blue because that clashed with Williamstown. So they were the first club to adopt brown. And so they had brown jumpers with a gold yoke, so they kept the gold wow. from the old days, and then they had the HFC monogram uh, on the
1: front of it. So, yeah. So uh, the first team probably, to adopt
2: brown. Why is that? Yeah, the why availability that a question. Sorry, that other teams haven't.
0: the reason. And you might think, you know, maybe there's yeah. the aesthetics of what brown actually looks like, but um, brown was regarded as a good colour. It was seen as a very clever choice because these jumpers were going to get dirty anyway, because they're going to be playing footy in them. Uh, so, and are uh, playing at Glenferry Oval, which had a reputation for yeah. being muddy right up until they stopped using it. And so, it was seen as a very yeah. clever choice to adopt brown with gold, taking the, some of the history with the gold yoke. But, uh, yeah, the brown jumpers was like, oh, gee, we should have thought of that. But, um, yeah, it's only in later years that people have
1: perhaps yeah. seen it as a less favourable. Yeah, right.
2: So, basically, there was two clubs and they sort of took a bit of both. And then when they joined the VFA, came yeah, up basically. with their own yeah, sort of style else based on that history. Because back
0: in those days, uh, you had Northgate, I think, yeah. been in the VFA in those days. They were green. There just weren't that many different colours, and brown was certainly one that nobody was using. So, um, yeah, so that was that. So they
3: uh, wore
0: brown with, uh, yeah, brown with a rounded gold yoke until they joined the VFL in 1925, and then they got themselves nice new jumpers, uh, which was uh, brown with a gold V, sort of going back to the Hawthorne Rovers Look at least with the V, and then the monogram moved to the left chest or the left the mm. left side, which they wore in heritage round. Uh, I think non- yeah. two thousand three. They wore that in their heritage jumper, as their heritage thing. So two thousand three and
1: four. Yeah. So they they came back to it reasonably recently.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. So. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So that's taken us to the start of the VFL, right? So now we're, I guess, official. If you want. So, I think now is probably uh, also where it starts bit, yeah, slowing they're... down. Ironically, because <laughs> after what it says, a few years well, of the, yeah, the I mean, v, realistically, and then they tinkered we'll get with into the, the stripes and
0: <laughs> uh, the brown with the gu- well, they tinkered with their jumpers. Uh, all the time but they didn't really make massive changes so yeah they're brown with a gold v in one season 1933 they changed it to gold with a brown v and then after one season changed it back to brown with a gold v but you know they at that point they dropped the monogram then a couple of years later they changed the collar and cuffs to gold then they changed it back changed it back to gold and Collar and cuffs changed it back again, so they sort of tinkered with it over the years. I guess the 1933 mm. mustard pots nickname, um, is fairly famous and well known, um, amongst other things. You know, it's well, I guess we can talk about the story, but um, it's a sad story that they um, recruited a captain coach from St Kilda, his name was Fred Phillips. Uh, he was like the state center half back, you know, he's a good player. Uh, and well, he's probably a good bloke too, but uh, he had a boil on his arm, mm. and the boil burst, <laughs> meaning it was an open wound. And officially, the dye from the Hawthorn, the new Hawthorn jumpers, the gold jumpers, had infected his like the open wound, and the poison had got into his bloodstream, and it actually killed him. So Fred Phillips died before the season even started. And Gee, wow. Uh, Well, as I say, the, you know, official, as official as as I can find it, um, you know, they were blaming the gold Hawthorne jumpers.
1: Yeah. Septicemia. Wow. Was that the
2: actual cause of death? Yeah.
1: So, yeah.
0: Wow. um, Wow. I mean, if you're you're interested, his name (laughs) is Fred Phillips. He's got his own Wikipedia page with all the links to the Sporting Globe article and the stuff from the 1933 you know, newspapers and stuff. So yeah, incredible. But uh, yeah, so sad story for him and, um, and the Hawks, but uh, yeah, as I say, they, maybe that was why they changed their jumpers back to the old ones. We don't know, but uh, yeah, certainly wouldn't leave a good taste (laughs) in your mouth um, having them around. But yeah,
2: no, I guess they—they <laughs> probably had less, or less, uh, less players yeah, killed in yes, their brown jumpers. Yes,
0: there, there probably aren't too many people in the world that have been killed by a footy jumper, but uh, he would be the only one that I can think of. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we're making light of something that was a serious thing at yeah, the
1: time. Wow. So-
2: yeah, that's right. Well, you just, that's, you that's just, you just don't that's even think instance. that that could be possible. But you know, back then, there's just the science and the re- all that's just not there to have this information yeah, yeah, to know whether this so, can and so will happen. So yeah, so
0: that uh, that was the the brown with the gold jumpers, yeah. and then in 1950. They adopted brown and gold stripes, and guess what? They still wear brown and gold stripes today. So it's it's not quite the GWS uh, Gold Coast story where they've worn the same jumper forever. But from 1950, now having said that, they've still tinkered with it <laughs> here and there. You know, they've they started with white numbers, they went to a brown number panel with gold numbers, which you couldn't see. Uh, then they went to a white number panel with black numbers. Which, And I've heard one reason for this was for TV because, as I mentioned, Glenferry Oval got fairly muddy and eventually they were those white number panels with black numbers were made out of plastic and the mud wouldn't stick to the plastic number panels. And so you could always still see the numbers of the players. Now, that's not always the case, and I've seen – Hawthorne jumpers, well, certainly eventually in the 70s, the white panel was just made into the the knit of the jumper. But, uh, yeah, at at one point that was um, seen as a very clever uh, thing to bring in was the white plastic number panels so you could always see the numbers of the players. Uh, 1975, they changed for colour TV, so they went to an all-gold back and they had that all the way up to 2005, and then 2006, they went back, or they'd worn, in heritage round, they'd worn the uh, jumper with the white number panel, with the black numbers, and so they went back to that as their full-time look. Mm. So sort of like a heritage thing, which they wore for six years,
1: and now they've got the current look. So,
2: yeah,
3: I mean...
1: With...
2: In 1950, 1950s, i just go back a bit. So as they changed to those stripes, do we know why they went to stripes no. <laughs> from the no. V?
0: Uh, I mean, these are decisions that are made generally at board Not level. Sure. Usually it's uh, we want to make a change in the club, you know, like new board, new, new executive, they would have called it at the time, uh, you know, a new coach maybe, uh, a new direction. Yeah. And so we're going to be out with the old, in with the new, and one of the things we're going to change is the look of the jumpers. And, and that was one of the things, certainly the 30s was a big yeah, thing for that. Right. Like some of the less successful clubs in that era changed their jumpers moving into the 30s. Um, I guess what had happened was they'd had the mm. really tough era of the Depression. And as Australia started coming out, of the depression, and realistically, you know they were starting to replace the jumpers that they bought in 1928 and 29, and had to wear in 1930, 31, 30, and so on. So by the mid, early to mid 30s, they were actually having to yeah, replace yeah, their yeah. old jumpers, and they're like, "Well, why don't we replace them with something?" Uh, yeah, something a little bit different. Yeah, and so Hawthorne so freshen uh, it up. Hawthorne had not been a successful club, certainly not the club we know them today. Uh, when they started in the VFL, you know, right through to 1950. Um, having said that, they they really weren't that successful. You know, 1961 they won their first premiership. Uh, so yeah, I guess it probably was the beginning of a
3: change mm.
1: that ended up winning the flag. 10, 11 years later. Yeah, it is interesting because I think
2: with some of the other clubs that we've looked at that are older, there seems to be consistent kind of styles from back then. you got the sash or you got the stripes or you got the V, and it seems like one of them, these clubs kind of picked that style, these old styles, if you will, and then run with them. And then if there's a change, it's more of for the modern style and more of the modern layout of the jumper, whereas Hawthorne seems like oh, it's just...
3: Yeah, change I mean, from one
2: old style to another old style and then you could run knit with that
3: forwards. into
0: a wool jumper. I In mean, terms. I mean, they were knitted by machine, but that was it. I mean, you knitted a jumper and then you knitted a sash and then you sewed it on the jumper or you knitted stripes into the jumper. There wasn't, you know, you couldn't make a gradient of changing from brown to gold or anything like that. It was just, uh, what you could make on a knitting yeah. machine, and so
2: yeah, that's right. And it's it feels like a relatively uh, yeah, big change as well it for the times um, compared North to Melbourne, what other clubs who joined
0: the VFL at the same time. They'd moved from blue with a white V, which Hawthorne were brown with a gold V. They'd moved to blue and white stripes in the 30s when Hawthorne were going to the mustard pot. Um, I guess Footscray mm. hadn't changed. At all, and didn't change. You know, they joined the VFL at the same time. But yeah, a few clubs were sort of starting to change the look of of what they looked like in this era. St Kilda were changing on a frequent basis. Yeah,
2: right. That's more more of a get, getting off of the, well, the true, V true. into their Although own different style. At the
0: time <laughs> of them leaving the V, they were the uh, they in South Melbourne were the only ones that had a V. I mean, Melbourne had a yoke, but, yeah, you know, that was a V filled in. So, yeah, I mean, but even yeah. still, you know, the stripes, I, yeah, I think it was just an opportunity to brighten up the look of it. Maybe it was, you know, they thought they might be able to see their teammates better on the field. There's There's all sorts of things that people, creative marketing people will, you know, generate ideas. So it could be... A bunch of different reasons but i don't know of anything that's documented yeah, yeah, yeah. where someone said we're going to brown and gold stripes because of this they uh, yeah it's it's most likely uh, we want to
1: change the yeah. way we see ourselves we're going to do something different let's go to stripes
3: Mm-mm.
1: didn't need to conduct yeah, a right. two-year marketing yeah. sort of yeah
2: this clearly a full house suite yeah, yeah, we've do done full some market internal, research and external, this is yeah, very None of with that kids. business. It's just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, that that whole business. None of that for Hawthorne. It's just probably it's probably the CEO and oh, someone else oh, in a pub. Most and likely, and, uh, yeah, uh, and that's how this. a lot
0: of those decisions were made. Now, um, yeah, not saying Hawthorne's necessarily done that, but I know other clubs where they've uh, other clubs have had competitions. We we're going to get yeah. a new jumper bring, send us all of your design ideas and people would write in with all of their design ideas, drawn out, showing them mm. this is what they look like. And they went with their own design. They didn't choose any one. So yeah. Wow. That's uh, yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> get to that when we get to the Footscray edition. Footscray Western Bulldogs. So, but that's a different story.
2: So yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Back to the home jumpers then. So, obviously, as you mm. mentioned, we sort of had that plastic panel to help with the TV. The mud didn't stay on it. We can sort of keep the numbers seen throughout the game. So, from there, what's probably been sort of one or two biggest changes? Because obviously, it's the majority is the same, but any oh, but any really, other points in uh, their home I jumpers guess, in the years following? I, I
0: mean, it, you can get as detailed as you like. Uh, for me, you know, when they first went to the printed polyester sublimated jumpers in 98 was really the, you know, the first year where everyone was wearing them. Uh, They were more yellow than they were gold just because of the dye that they were using. And that really didn't change much till probably 2003, 2004. And then, you know, so now they're they're very clearly gold and brown again and they, you know, they must work with uh, their apparel sponsor was was Adidas, but I think it's ISC now. Uh, so, yeah, they work with their their apparel manufacturer to make that a thing. But realistically, no, there hasn't been a great deal of change. Um, you know, you could probably say, well, the year that they had the white panel mm. sewn into the jumper, where you, if you got a game-worn Hawthorne jumper, it, it, it's a physically white part of the wool or acrylic uh, that, yeah, that makes up the jumper. But um yeah, I mean brown and gold stripes, brown and gold stripes. That's on the front and back. That's yeah. it. That's what they do. Or well, the gold socks. It was gold they had, socks. Um,
2: Go on, I suppose what is it on the back? You could say as well. On I oh, say on the back of the jumper. I mean, I mean we oh, mentioned the, the panels, template. but also yeah, how right. the stripes the run is an on the back point. of the jumper. So
0: one of my bug bears is yeah. Um, well effectively the, the cut of the jumper or the the way that it's you know laid out and put together is called the template and the the thing i despise the thing i don't like about certain manufacturers one of them's adidas and what they do is they have a particular way that they are going to design or cut their jumpers and so effectively what you've got is an adidas jumper in Hawthorne colours, because Hawthorne are brown and gold stripes, and this has got the stripes cut off. It's got these mm. yellow gold side panels. It's not. It just isn't. And then depending on um, the width of the player, to be uh, to be polite, delicate. Uh, uh, well, the smaller players yeah. wear a small size jumper. The larger players wear a large or extra large jumper. And so, this where that where those panels meet the stripes changes from one player to the next. So Willie Rioli's jumper, a uh, Cyril Rioli, Willie Rioli plays for someone else. Mm. Cyril Rioli's jumper, when he was playing for Hawthorne, um, had yeah. virtually no stripes at the bottom of the jumper because he was a little fella in a small jumper. Whereas um, some of the larger players, um, yeah, you know, Ben McAvoy, he obviously wore an extra large jumper and he had, he had, Proper stripes. Hmm. So the uniforms weren't uniform in that case. You know, they weren't the same. <laughs> just, ah, oh, just looked terrible.
3: Yeah. And yeah, as I
0: say, and realistically, it's a Hawthorne-coloured Adidas jumper is what they were. And, and that's sort of going from 2015 to
1: 2018, all of those jumpers. Uh, yeah, I never really liked any of them. No, it's yeah, but, um, it's not a good but look, look is it we off. will move on if I'm, if we may,
0: to because you've 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 used an expression yes. there, not a good In look. The way. And this is where we get to the away jumpers, <laughs> the promotional jumpers. and um, well, as someone who's been doing footyjumpers.com dot com for over twenty years, I get drawn into generally online discussions, but sometimes, Discussions in various places uh, of of you know public houses etc. and people will talk about what is the worst footy jumpers of all time, and without doubt Hawthorn have made a billboard contribution to the worst jumpers of all time debate and conversation. <laughs> um, if we go to the and well and realistically they're away jumpers they've they've hit some home runs but. Some of them are just well, one of them in particular is, you know, as I say, is in the running of one of the worst jumpers of all time. And that is gonna be their 2015, 2016 mm. Power Ranger Flash Jumper. And so not sure if you've seen that any time recently. It is yeah, worse than you can that's believe a shocker, now. Isn't Having it? said that Uh, The another, which we just mentioned, what I don't like is Adidas jumpers. I'll say jerseys because this is, this was in the 2014 season, Chelsea's third strip in the Premier League, obviously in Chelsea colours. So Chelsea wore this, wore a black version of the exact same design in Chelsea colours of black, gold and white. And this, and then Hawthorne trotted it out with white, brown, and uh, I guess old gold. Is that what you call that? Let's say it is. Let's be delicate and say it is. It's, um, yeah. and not only that, the white itself was it was this yeah. super shiny white as well. It wasn't just your average white footy jumper. It was um, it was something else. And so, now having said that. Uh, then you've also got the 2011 to 2014 hawk, which is made up of four different drawings, but they're all in different proportions. So, like the head of the hawk, the head of the hawk is
1: oh, is only
0: slightly smaller than the wings of the hawk, which is not how a hawk is built. Um, the head of the hawk is is larger than the tail <laughs> of the hawk and the and the talons of the hawk, which is all that there is. There's no body on this hawk. Um, it is.
2: Yeah, it it looks quite yeah, literally like yeah, they've got the head yeah. of the hawk as a logo, you know, just the head of the Hawthorne hawk. And they've got that and then thought, yeah. oh, well, we need some wings and a yeah. tail and some talons. So they've literally just exactly they've copied done. and pasted yeah. them behind the it head. Is...
0: Yep, it is a camel is a horse drawn by a committee and this is yeah. uh this is you know it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like that melbourne logo from years before, years ago where they what about this how about we add this in as well how about we add that on somebody's drawn a very nice horse uh hawkhead yeah to this, going. It, it, i would imagine somebody else has drawn the talons and somebody else again has drawn the wings and then they've Cobbled them all together in this mismatch.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, just a, another bomb side of a logo. Well, it's not even. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So that's, I don't um, get
3: it.
0: Yeah. So that's some of the the low points. Let now let's go to the high point. Um, I must say I didn't mind their two thousand eight um, clash jumper, or they use it in the preseason. They use it as a clash jumper. Uh, that one went alright. Uh, The only thing I don't like is this is just this little section for no reason at all, where the brown fades to white for no reason. Um, apart from that, yeah, that was that was not a bad, um, not a bad, uh, not a bad jumper. Yeah, they've worn white jumpers, I guess, what 2008 to 2014, they had a white clash jumper, 2015 and 16, they had the um you know, the Power Ranger. 2017, they had, (laughs) you know, a nice, clean...
2: The superhero.
0: ...jumper. It was a white with a heritage monogram. That looked perfectly fine. No, let's put that in the bin and let's move on to nothing. And so I guess... And then they've also had a brown jumper with gold stripes, which is a dark jumper, which they would then wear as a clash with white shorts and it just made no sense just the brown jumpers with gold stripes made no sense at all so but yeah the so we've touched on you know some of the worst jumpers of all time but if that power ranger is not the worst jumper of all then what we'll next go to is the pre-season jumpers of the hawthorne football club because
2: that um Hawthorne Power Range jumper reminds me of the, well, that, the, the well, Bulldogs that's did that 4-1 when we it? got that the Marvel Stadium. The of all
0: time is that it, 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 it sort it's, of is. It's yeah, a very similar um,
2: strain, isn't it?
0: I mean, that's kids' Halloween dress-up put together, you know, as a footy jumper. Um yeah. This is... Well, I don't know what this is. Some European graphic designer has come up with it as something very different for Adidas to have for their soccer jump soccer jerseys. And and it's ended up as a Hawthorne clash jumper. Um crazy time. So but uh <laughs> yeah, so we just talked about um yeah. pre-season and the Hawks. In 1995, the Hawks debuted a navy blue jumper with brown and gold diamonds, which is still widely regarded as one of the worst jumpers of all time. And so they've they've been selling them at the club recently, uh, just for whatever you call it, shock value. You know, um, I guess some people love it because it's so bad. But uh, yeah, so that was the. That was the start of Hawthorne yeah. trying to adopt navy blue as a colour so effectively so that they could use it for merchandise because they were finding that in the 90s, brown and gold wasn't all that trendy and cool. So and merchandise, uh, AFL merchandise mm. was really starting to take off. So they tried to adopt navy blue. They did it with a Brisbane Broncos rugby jumper template. Um I mean, it was effectively the Brisbane Broncos rugby jumper, yeah. but in navy blue instead of
1: white and brown instead of maroon. Not good. Not good. Oh. No. So, but uh, <laughs> no,
3: they also went
0: with the t shirt in 2000 and 2001, which they had a game at Docklands. I forget what it was called at the time, but Docklands. And uh, they had a game at Docklands where they ended up having to take them off at halftime. I mean, it was summer, you know, it's it's a pre-season competition, but they were wearing these T-shirts and they were just boiling.
1: And so they ended up swapping out of their jumpers at halftime oh, of the yeah, pre-season yeah. game. Looks like Gaelic. a uh, Gaelic yeah, yeah, League I mean, jumper. Uh, Mm. Well, they,
0: they kept the design, yeah, you but can they see wore that it bit. in a footy jumper for the next couple of seasons in the pre-season as well. So, I mean, I, I didn't mind yeah. the
2: design. Yeah, I guess in the sleeveless, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad at all. I mean, you know, exactly. you, you could definitely yeah, get rid of that from in a way or a clash or something.
0: Yeah, I think that's where the AFL's.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, gee, it's oh, nothing tops is... the 95, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, Looks great. It looks like that should be a top. (laughs) Funny you
0: should say that, but uh, Shane Crawford, who was a captain of the club, adopted those as his horse racing colours: navy blue, brown, and gold diamonds. That is true. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, So that was uh, so that was yeah
0: that one. I mean, even the the '96 pre-season jumper where they've got hawks written across. Um, you know, it's yeah, it really is. It's yeah, it's yeah, very nineties, isn't
2: it? Dated, and
0: um, I mean, it probably wasn't as bad at the time as what it looks like to me now. It's just like, oh, why, why would you do that? I mean, we know they're the Hawks. We we know who they yeah. are. You don't need to write Hawks
1: right across the front of it. At any anyway, rate, they did. So yeah, so that was that. So that's <laughs> yeah. Um
0: and, oh, and it just, what
1: about the it just keeps promotional coming
2: jumpers. Because I know yeah, there's yeah. one that I definitely want to get straight into as well. I think it's probably well, a good segue yeah. to keep segueing between these horrific jumpers yeah, look, and the 2010, you know, at the 2012
0: end of this podcast, jumper. We are gonna say what are our, our favourite jumpers and what are our least favourite jumpers, and they've really set a task particularly on the last one because the idea have, of honouring people um, uh, at Kakoda with oh. a camouflage, it, you know what it reminds me of? Where I saw this once where they talk about the difference between um, the way the British people do Remembrance Day is they wear a poppy on their soccer jersey. They wear one red poppy and that's their Remembrance Day Jersey, And then what the Americans mm-hmm. do on their Remembrance Day Memorial Day, what they'll do is they'll wear everything in camouflage and, you know, t- different camouflage numbers and they'll have – and it's like this completely over-the-top thing compared to one red poppy that yeah. is the way the army say to to do it. But, yeah, anyway, Kokoda jumpers of 2010 to 2012, that's what they – Say hmm. to me, they're just over the top. Too many ideas all rolling into one. You know, you know, what we should do, we should do it in camouflage. Yeah, that's yeah, that's gonna stand out. It just
2: on <laughs> on oh, no, oh, yeah, I just don't get. I'm I don't get why red. we need to be using mean, camouflage. The idea is you want to find to, your team, mate. Surely,
0: this. surely that's going to make it's it more difficult.
2: Just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. It, I would do wonder if they think if we don't use camouflage, will people know we're not talking? We're talking about remembrance. Yeah, well, how, yeah. how else will they associate what we're trying to do an exact here? Thing. We need
0: camouflage. The fact that the Hawthorne team had yeah. gone on the Kakoda track and you know they'd done the the whole Kakoda track.
2: Yeah, that's together. right. Together,
0: so it was sort of honouring each other mm, themselves mm. as much as the people that were on Kakoda you know, during World War Two. Well, uh, you yeah, know, I mean they I guess they're they they
3: they yeah. honoring
0: them by going on and the trip, but you know, they were doing it for themselves as a team building exercise. And then then they were in camouflage. So they, well that's not they didn't fight in World War Two. They did the trip, you know, in Adidas runners. Yeah. Singlets <laughs> and stuff. They they didn't have Japanese folks pointing yeah, guns at all. them, they had yeah. Alistair Clarkson shouting at them which may
1: or may not be worse. I'm not yeah. sure, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so, it depends who so, you are in yeah. the club,
2: I guess. Um, yeah, it's well, not, not well, a look at going, all. the What else is in there? Now, the one Breast Cancer
0: Awareness is, you know, is a wonderful We've, charity.
2: Um, Hot Pink is... Yeah. I think that one's all right. You can get behind, I think, because the one off for that at least it's direct well, and straight to what the is cause true. is and what people um, typically and, yeah, do yeah, for I'll it i
0: agree that it is a it is a good cause uh there's possibly other ways of doing it that still would have raised the same amount of money uh, i don't think a hot pink jumper necessarily says you know anything more than anything else
2: yeah that is true i can see i can see the idea though i think that a whole the primary hot pink jumper is probably going to sell pretty good at the time, so therefore, that's more funding. You could make an statistics argument.
0: Statistics would show that they're more likely to sell those jumpers to collectors if they win than if they lose, and and the design of the jumper bears very little yeah. um, impact on the saleability of the jumper. It's really about who we played. Did we beat them how much do we beat them by and this is the jumper we were wearing when we beat them
2: <laughs> funny to think that's why
0: they're walking away from them i mean that's a little bit cynical but they're you know they're designed to raise money
2: well some clubs are just doing the collar right or yeah like one SM collar sorry yeah, um that's
0: the cancer jumper
2: uh, well, no. And oh, someone yeah, else. Carlton, Carlton do Orange for domestic
0: violence awareness. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's just something yeah. simple, something understated, and
1: retains the look of their jumper.
2: Yeah. And I think...
1: I, I think they played Melbourne. Right.
2: The... um. In the strain of that, going back to that Army and Kokoda, I know I'm sort of skipping ahead a bit, but the 23 Anzac round jumper, I think, is another one that stands out to me.
0: In 21, they started with an Anzac jumper. There was a brown and gold striped jumper with an Anzac logo on it. Nice. Okay. So, yep. Then the next year... Well, if they didn't could. just have yeah. the ANZAC logo. They had a soldier, which I think is the soldier from the ANZAC mm. Bridge, on uh, in Sydney. There's a there's a bridge in to the western suburbs with the with what well, I'm sure it's that soldier. Yeah. Well, so they sort of cut off one of their stripes, and they had the soldier standing on one of their stripes on the the next one, and then this year that soldier yes. was one of yeah, their stripes. In the instead of one of their stripes and it's like it's just i don't
1: know i don't see how that pays any more respect and yet looks hideous to me.
2: yeah it's an interesting sort of study isn't it because they've done they've quite literally in what three three iterations gone from the first yeah. of you know yeah. paying, paying the respect and just a little logo on the jumper, <laughs> to then they've cut out yeah. half of the original stripe, replaced it with just a little logo, and then replaced the whole stripe in the middle with the whole yeah. graphic image of the soldier. It's just you do, I just don't understand. Like, well, yeah, what what, what exactly. do we do next? Well, What's next to you then? Where
0: does it's, it's just gonna <laughs> we've the already the it's going to be removed the stripe? What are we going to do with the other with two a, with that soldier standing on um, you know to <laughs> attention now? The first time they wore those jumpers, they beat Adelaide by three points in a thriller in Tasmania. The next time, they lost to Sydney uh, again in Tasmania, but they got flogged by Sydney. And then this year, that uh, I have to look it up because I don't have all of their... Oh, there we go. They got beaten by Adelaide in Tasmania guarantee they sold more of the first the 2021 Mm. jumpers guarantee they got more money for those
1: from the game they won than the two that they lost 22 and
3: 23. so yeah yeah,
0: the design means very little but i i don't see how that pays um yeah i don't know it's to me it's just over the top and
1: well yeah americanized is the only way i'd explain it um you know the...
2: yeah i mean that's it's always been a thing american too with the the hot Oh pink that's right. cancer. yeah the I'm nfl kind of that, everything yeah, gets hot pink with so, nfl when they have those um, rounds
0: and um yeah good cause yeah. and all that but I yeah i didn't like it because it it just didn't even look like a Hawthorne jumper. And you know, it's and does it pay any more respect to do something understated <laughs> than it does to
1: get something hot pink that you know, makes you wonder who they are? There you go. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Just spray the whole Actually, ground pink. Actually, they did pink. have
0: the field of women where they had all these people coming up through <laughs> the so- the field like that. So. They were in pink. They made the logo oh, of the lady. Oh my, yeah, that. No, that was a Melbourne um,
1: thing, though. But, um, yeah, so yeah, so that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, that's
2: right. Well, all right. I think maybe on wrapping up, we'll pick the favourite and least favourite. It, it really is. It's quite tough. a challenge. Um, um, my
1: favourite? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want yours, to think, I could go
2: with mine.
1: I'm, all right. Go on.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of debating. So my favourite, I'll take the 2017 away
3: jumper. Very good.
2: Yeah. So white yep. clash with the heritage yep. monogram. Yeah. Effective clash jumper. Quite like yeah. that, and I wish they kept that around. I would. I can. Look I can good. see it this this yep. fitting in very nicely these days as their away jumper, and especially next to their their home. And then least favourite. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go 2010. Kokoda jumper, though. <laughs> I hate the look of camo. And I hate It's also, we didn't even that's mention right. on one of the yeah. side panels, yeah. it's got one of those it's the gradient yeah. as well, yellow yeah. to brown, which is a hideous gradient yeah. in general. And yeah, so it's, it's just made it look worse. And dogs, then, yeah, breakfast. yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not a fan of that one breakfast. whatsoever. So those, right. that's my so least favorite. My favorite yeah. one, which you? we
0: touched on earlier, is the 2002 pre season jumper. That's not the one that originally started with sleeves and then they used the design on a footy jumper. And I really thought that would have been a great jumper to have. It sort of paid a little bit of um, resp- not respect, but homage to the original designs, the sort of brown with a gold V and yet gold with a brown V at the same time in there. There was a little bit of that going on. And so... I, yeah. I like that design. Yeah, um, really I nice like
1: design. the way it goes into a triangle at the back. Um, yeah, so that one. Yeah, I
2: think I think that's one of the best bits of It's the back of the jumper. I find that a lot of yeah, these really feels is. like the yeah. back of the jumper is yeah. an afterthought of an afterthought. Yeah, and this is. one seems very clean in regards to the way it's yeah, done. No, yeah, it's, it's on the it's front very and good. then offsets and
0: back. My least favorite. For a number of reasons, but my least favourite is the 2015 Clash Jumper, the Power Ranger, just for everything that's wrong with footy. Thanks very much. It was, yeah, was had very to leave decent that one for you. It's got everything I hate. It's an Adidas, it's an Adidas design, not even I mean... in Hawthorne colours. It's in It's in one of Hawthorne's colours, <laughs> another yeah. colour. It's a...
1: It's an added soccer template. Ch- d- just. Oh. It looks like when.
2: From like music back in like mid 2000, yeah. you have the visualizers going when you have playing a song. And it looks kind of like the visualizer yeah. about okay. to visualize. I'll go
1: with that. Trash. It's just. Music. I just, it's just have no tr-
2: idea what it is. It's shocking. But. um. The, the funny thing with that jumper, as well in its context, is the two—the jumper before it and the jumper after it, as well. So it's just yep. brown, brown with gold stripes. Oh, then they, they had wore that them, and brown with gold stripes. At
1: the stripes. same time, the it's brown with the gold stripes the, was, their clash, was their away Was there a wave jumper? Um,
2: uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean in oh, regards to. Saying just yeah, did the yeah, other no, jumpers that they play. were wearing yeah, right. it just seems like out of nowhere it looks yeah. like it looks like it wasn't focused it wasn't planned because the beforehand they were going with a certain certain direction and then afterwards they went yeah, back to that direction yeah. and, and, in, and the in the middle there's just back this to
0: something that we talked about earlier you know it's one of those things where some marketing guy probably from sydney with a ponytail says we've tested this with the kids they'll love it and you know, universally everybody hated it. The yeah. only reason people like it is because, you know, they
1: want to be <laughs> controversial and, and be the guy that likes something that everybody else hates. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that that's probably Hawks. good for this well, episode Hageddon. of
2: Hawthorne. So that's the Hawks. You yeah. <laughs> know, Brown and Golds. Well, they got there eventually. And then yeah so that's the hawthorn oh, hawks no, and no, any no, other no. points for yourself rob <laughs> no. Good to wrap up. Like,
0: they've been a good side for a long time and yeah we're sick of them so we
2: call it there good honor <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right
3: well all right. Thanks, thanks for listening everyone. to this podcast and we'll catch you on the See next out. episode
1: thanks bye